for listening to the Wonder Women of Aviation, a podcast that helps preserve the history of women in aviation and highlights women involved in aviation. Welcome to the Wonder Woman of Aviation. I am having so much fun on this journey, this adventure of meeting all these great aviation aviatrix that are around the world. And today we're speaking with an entrepreneur, an author, a philanthropist, hashtag Pilotina. I want to talk a little bit more. Well, let me introduce you. So Jacqueline Camacho, I want to introduce you and um, just talk about who you are and the Pilotina. I think that's what really attracted me was hashtag Pilotina. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I mean, how, you know, what is there better to do than talk about aviation? I mean, literally, right? Um, I think we all feel that magic in our hearts, you know, for for the amazing world of aviation. And um, I I got into it many years ago and uh, got my license in 2018 as a sports pilot, uh, one of the few uh, Latina sports pilots in the United States. And as I was looking around, I was thinking, where are the Latinas? Where are the women? And uh, I came up with a word because I'm known for coming up with words and exhausting their use, <laughs> uh, which is basically pilot plus Latina is pilotina. In Spanish, it works the same way, pilotina. Yeah. And uh, now have been using this hashtag um, to basically anchor a movement that unbeknownst to me has been brewing and growing and expanding around the world and with you know some of the most important associations in the world of aviation and museums and uh, media outlets. Uh, called Latinas in Aviation. So it all comes together. I think when you're meant to do something, right? Sometimes you choose a mission and sometimes the mission chooses you. And I feel like um, this mission has chosen you and has chosen me and we're here together talking about one of the most amazing subjects in the planet, aviation. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Latinas and women in aviation. So there's three different elements that we're talking about. So it's like beautiful magic that's happening here. <laughs> which you're doing a great job with your marketing because obviously attracted me. Um, I was like, okay, on my own journey, like Latinas, aviation, pilotina. So that that's a great concept. And along my journey, I've noticed that, yes, you know, they're few and far between. There are, you know, we are getting better about Latinas and aviation and women in aviation in general, but there are women out there. And it's mm-hmm. a matter of just finding their stories, which I want to talk about you. Um, obviously I found you. So you're aviation story. So you're a sports pilot. So for those that don't know what a sports pilot is, what exactly does that mean? Well, it means that we fly on beautiful days during the day. Uh, that's basically the main difference between a sports and a private pilot. And due to the declining population of pilots, the FAA decided to introduce this new category to welcome people into the world of aviation back in 20, 2004, basically. 2004 is when they introduced it. And a lot of manufacturers followed suit. They started developing aircraft, uh, which is known as light sport aircraft, mm-hmm. uh, two-seaters instead of the four-seaters that we commonly known, you know, one of the most common use aircrafts, you know, for training private pilots is uh, the Cessnas 152s, 172s, 182s. Uh, so this is a slightly smaller aircraft, lighter, about a 30-foot uh, uh, wingspan and about uh, 
empty, you know, probably about 1300 pounds. So it's, it's like, it's a hundred horsepower. Um, most of these, uh, you know, smaller light sport aircraft and it's uh, in the summer we took off the doors so we can enjoy the wind and the beauty. Um, and it's really a hobby for me. It's um, so I, you know, basically I fly with high visibility. I don't fly into the clouds and I fly, I have to be on the ground no more than 20 minutes after sunset. And um, I fly during the day, even though now, uh, you know, I'm a couple of steps away from getting my private license, uh, completed all of my assignments. Uh, and uh, now I have two more things to do before I become a private pilot as well. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about like, how did you get into aviation? Is that something that's been a part of your life or is it something that like most of us, you kind of stumbled into and got bit by the bug? Yes, I think I think the latter for me, for sure. Um, my husband and I went to a, a hot air balloon show and uh, we saw a small aircraft and I thought it was a toy. I'm like, and they're like, no, this is, <laughs> this is a flyable plane. <laughs> and they had uh, closed the wings, you know, to bring it to the festival and stuff. And they were selling um, discovery flights. Uh, my husband and I, he, he initially is the one that said, hey, you know, I think I'm going to get my license. Of course, they didn't know how intense it was going to be. And at that time, both of us were doing race uh, races and uh, basically racing on the track. We were members of a country club, except for cars. And uh, we've always had a sports cars and he just sold his supercar and, you know, he had always been involved with that. And he's like, oh, you know, I'll make the switch over to aviation, but it didn't stick to him. And for me, it was like, oh, this is cool. This is amazing. Uh, I felt more when I took a discovery flight with no doors in a beautiful, hot summer, you know, afternoon. I felt more of the connection, like a spiritual connection to be closer to God. I mean, that was like my reaction, right? I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful, right? And I kind of left it at that. Then eventually we started doing marketing for the aviation school. Okay. We, uh, we started, you know, and of course, you know, as I was talking about aviation and marketing and all that, people were like, wow, aviation is so amazing. But I was not connected to it. But one day after coming back from a trip, I was just driving and uh, I got what I call another word alert that I made a <laughs> phrase alert from Pilotina. <laughs> I got what I call a divine download. And that this is basically an idea with an amazing feeling in my heart. And I just had this idea of like, you know what? I'm going to be a pilot. Like out of the blue, I mean, I'm a mother of two. I travel to Four, con four continents. I have two businesses. I have two nonprofit organizations. I have 26 books. Like where in the world am I going to find the time, the energy, the effort, the focus, and all of that to become a full, fully licensed pilot, which like I said, I had no idea right. that it was going to be so hard. But my vision was, hey, you know what? My husband was the one that had the idea. So I'm going to get my license so I can fly him to launch. And that kept me going. And I, you know, I got my license in 2018 and it's been a life-changing journey ever since. I personally wow. want to embark on that journey of, you know, learning to fly. But for me personally, it's, it's going at my own pace. So for those individuals that are interested in possibly pursuing, we're both from Illinois. <laughs> so is there any um, tips or advice you can give for those that are kind of just starting out the journey or kind of hesitant about embarking on their journey towards aviation, what tips and advice can you give little tidbits of knowledge? Well, um, I'll tell you what I read in a, in a beautiful little book called Men's Search for Meaning. 
And this book was written by Viktor Frankl. He is one of the survivors of the Holocaust. He was one of the survivors. And uh, one thing that kept him going was the vision of going out, coming out of the camps, the concentration camps, to tell the world the atrocities that he experienced so that it wouldn't happen ever again. And uh, during the camp, he actually worked on a manuscript that was completely shredded and completely lost. He had to start over again. But yeah. that vision of knowing and seeing himself into the future gave him the stamina to keep going and get out of it. So if you are thinking about aviation, it is probably one of the most intense applied knowledge journeys self, you know, analyzing, self-managing journeys that you'll ever encounter. Your life depends on this. And with the over 100 passengers that have taken up to the air from five years old to 80 years old, that responsibility of landing is intensified with every single flight. So you have to create a vision that is bigger than you. And you have to know, like for me, it was taking my husband to lunch. It might seem like I'm on the vision, but that implied so many things that implied that I was going to get my license, that I was going to be a safe pilot, that I was taking on the responsibility of taking my husband, the love of my life and the parent of my children, you know, the father of my children to, to go up there with me. I mean, that responsibility is huge. So I had to ensure that I became the best pilot that I could be. My husband was hesitant and he said, you know, he asked if the, the flight, uh, the flight school owner, he said, you know, um, can I, can I, what do you think about flying with Jackie? He's like, he's like, I would trust Jackie to fly my mom. And when he said that, he's like, okay, I'm good. I can, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking, right? I mean, you're flying, you're suspended in the air, you're, you know, all the four forces of aviation are, take, you know, and, and anything could happen, just like anything could happen in life. But if you develop a vision that is greater than you, fueled with gratitude, you will find that those days where you couldn't do the landing, you think you're stupid and you think you can't do it, you'll get back on the wagon. And the next day, like my five-year-old would say, mom, tomorrow you can try again. And tomorrow you'll land the way that you want to. And, and they just never let me give up. So surround yourself with an amazing support system. Save up because it is expensive. Um, talking about an average of a couple hundred bucks per hour with instructor you know, sometimes even more, you know, $200, $250 an hour. So it's not cheap and you go at your own pace. Yeah. You know? so just uh, believe in yourself, fill yourself with gratitude and create a vision that is bigger than you. Right. And you'll get there. When that FAA examiner says, you are the captain of com- in command of this aircraft, that you are, uh, oh my God. It's <laughs> There's so many beautiful things along the way too. I love big challenges that you overcome, like your first solo and your first cross-country solo, your first day solo, night solo. I mean, it's like all these amazing things that are happening, but it's so rewarding and amazing. And if you get there and if you actually get your license, like I did, you know, oh, it's it's the most beautiful thing ever for me. They can find it. Um, and that's what I, I love. You're constantly you know, just following me on social media, you're constantly promoting, um, positivity and pursuing your dreams. Um, you're, you consider yourself to be a dream catcher. And that's one thing I love is that you're constantly promoting. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, amazing. I, I worked so hard. 
to be called a pilot in command. And this was actually the first time to commemorate 100 years of aviation that they get the permission to use the Wright brothers on it. Ah. And what's interesting here is that you have an old aircraft and a modern aircraft. Ah, and nice. then in between here, there's these little tiny little lines where you yeah. can see messages of inspiration. And then on the back, the same thing. You see the first aircraft they were built. And then you can see these little lines here are so tiny. Yeah, visible to the eye. But if you get a magnifying glass, you can actually see a beautiful message of inspiration again to commemorate 100 years of aviation. Wow, that is definitely an accomplishment. And like I was saying, I love the fact that you promote the art of aviation. You're bringing, like you said, you've brought over 100 passengers up in the air. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about this guy or gal. So cute. I believe her, her name is Amelia. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about Amelia and the concept of, okay, who is Amelia? What is her purpose? What is her goal? Hashtag pilotina. Um, A little bit more about this, this wonderful, amazing gal. Well, what you're holding your hands is actually a special edition um, pilotina teddy bear that I uh, created for a special race uh, called the Air Race Classic that we were going to do in 2020. Uh, two Mexican pilots and one American pilot were going to cross the United States along with another 54 teams of all female pilots crossing the United States uh, in, a, in a beautiful race that Amelia Earhart did in 1929. So that uh, special black shirt edition is actually one that we were going to give away during that race and all the different stops, 2,400 miles, eight stops, starting Minnesota, coming all the way down, and then coming back up to Indiana. Um, just a magnificent, uh, you know, uh, thing. And this was around the time that a lot of the female pilots and really male pilots as well were beating a lot of records. You know, Jack, Jackie Cochran, you know, broke the speed of sound, and there were so many records and things happening. And this was the first female all aviatrix, you know, female race that they were going to do. Uh, unfortunately, it got postponed because of that. But yeah. back to Amelia, um, I actually, uh, I was given a teddy bear by one of my friends. And uh, I was given that teddy bear so that I can fly with that teddy bear with my first solo. Wow. And, uh, and I did uh, in, in, in one of those takeoffs and landings, because you have to do your first solo, you have to do three takeoffs and landings. Mm-hmm. The second one, uh, Amelia almost flew away, was able to grab her from the air because I had no windows on the plane, put her in the back of my seat. I'm like, wow, she told me a huge lesson. But I um, and I almost gave up on aviation because that landing was pretty scary. Because uh, I had elevated myself, I was already a little nervous, and then I had the teddy bear and all that. Yeah. But since then, I decided to turn that into something beautiful. And I said, you know what? I never fly without my companion. I never fly without uh, my teddy bear. And uh, since then, I've uh, gifted 1,100 teddy bears that are scattered around the world. And now you have a couple of them. Yes. And, um, Share her with the world. Just <laughs> super excited. Um, it keeps, you know, the first hundred teddy bears that arrived, the first box of 100 teddy bears, my husband was like, what in the world? I mean, are you out of your mind? And, um, and I said, I had a divine download. I don't know. Who are these for? I'm like, I don't know. But I know they're going to get into the hands of amazing people, just like you. Yeah. Right? I just, you know, 
I, I would go on trips and I would do my keynotes and give away teddy bears. And then I started doing articles about how every executive needs a teddy bear, you know, for, for life. And then people started giving them names and people started giving that, you know, it's just unbelievable. And uh, my life started to, you know, to change and add more teddy bears to it, which means more happiness. So that's the little story about Amelia, the teddy bear, the pilotina teddy bear. <laughs> I love her. And it's funny you say the story, like my husband's the same way. He's like, what do you have in that box? And what do you got going on now? And we got the box, like the teddy bears. He's like, what do we do with these? I'm like, we're going to inspire, which, <laughs> which is why I'm kind of drawn to you, which I want to talk about the books. So you're an author of over 26 books. Yeah, 26 and counting. I have more on the way. Amazing. And, and I was reading this. Um, I actually did that. There's a digital download as well, but the amazing world of aviation, what I like about it is that you, you know, you feature um, it's got illustrations and you feature like different women in aviation, which again, the women are out there. So, you know, on my journey, I'm finding, okay, yeah, there's underrepresentation, but we're out there. And that's what I love about this book is like, you, you talk about different aspects of aviation and different women. Can you talk a little bit more about the concept of the book? Um, who's in the book for those that are going to buy the book? <laughs> of course, Amelia Earhart is, uh, because she's uh, one of the most widely recognized, uh, pilots in history. We have Bessie Coleman. We have, uh, we even have, um, one of the, uh, the dogs that was actually the first dog that made it to space. I did not uh, know that. My, my brothers and, and among many others. And the idea is that, you know, men and women that have really paved the way for us. I mean, like I said, during that time frame, you know, after the world variation was started, during that time frame of the 1920s, there were so many records, so many amazing things that were happening. And then, you know, proceeded to, you know, uh, many more amazing things started, you know, proceeded to happen because of that, because they paved the way for us, um, more women in aviation. Of course, we want to change that too. On average, we have about 5.6% of the population of pilots are, are females. Yeah. And of course, you know, that percentage is very small, um, you know, in the, in the men, uh, in the, in the Latina, you know, Right. Uh, so that's that's one of the things that I'm trying to to change, and I'm working with some major corporations and airlines and in ways to to bring more Latinas into the space uh, because that's again my my world is the Latinas. That's you know, and you know, other people focus on children, or other people focus on the elderly, other you know. But my 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 kind of my purpose in life is to elevate women, women yeah. of all kinds, and and I have a special affinity for our amazing Latinas because. I'm one of them and right. you know, I paved the way for as many as I can. Right. As an author, they usually say, write what you know, talk about what you know. And it's obviously, this is a part of your, your world. This is a part of my world, which is interesting that, you know, we're out there and we're finding each other in some unique cosmic way. I'm like, I spoke with Graciela, Graciela and then I found you and, it, and I just feel like this journey is never ending. So women and Latinas in aviation are, like I said, they're out there, but definitely about promoting, getting more out there, getting the word out there, which is why I love this book, <laughs> Latinas in Aviation. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are me, <laughs> which is amazing that you talk about the different Latinas in aviation in this other book. Yes. And uh, that was kind of uh, an exciting journey. I have a total of three books or really four books with, you know, including the Spanish version, uh, The Amazing World of Aviation. And I have the Adventures of Pilotina, which uh, basically it's a quote book that features just like 
the different places that I've been in, uh, the different places that I've visited and uh, motivational quotes that yeah. I've made up uh, along with it. So there's this beautiful illustration of Pilotina and it, you know, she shares her adventures. And of course, you know, Latinas in Aviation, which came as the third or fourth book in, you know, that, that I have in my repertoire is, you know, for, for aviation related, right? Um, took me about, I don't know, six to eight months to find the Latinas in aviation, you know, the aeronautical engineers, the pilots, the captains, the, you know, the air traffic controllers, uh, the accident investigators, uh, the NASA, you know, former chief engineer that I met at uh, the United Nations in 2019 uh, to do the preface for the book. And uh, from there, it was just magical because the women came together. Um, I had people vote for the cover that they liked the most, and they chose that beautiful cover that you see. Uh, so we made the community part of the journey and um, launched the book. We had over 15,000 people that we reached for the virtual book launch in August uh, 2020. Uh, the book launch which was actually supposed to be at Airbus in Germany, okay. but of course, the pandemic happened, we couldn't travel. So we ended up doing virtually and we reached more people than we ever imagined. Um, then from there, I created a scholarship where all the proceeds from the book go back to this amazing scholarship. So we gave $5,000 in 2020 to this young lady, young lady pilot that is in her pursuit of her career. And then now we're giving $2,500 to Latin America, uh, including Mexico um, for, for 2021. Uh, we're going to award that in, in early 2022. And um, like I said, all the proceeds of the, you know, the teddy bears, the, you know, the diaries, you know, the journals, all that kind of stuff go back to that. And then we also have a magazine that uh, we have correspondents in Europe, Mexico, US, Central and Latin America and South America, I'm sorry. And um, we furthermore, you know, share and elevate the stories of women in aviation. And uh, so that makes me very proud that this has sort of expanded the way that it has. And Graciela, I just met her actually in person for the first time, uh, what a beautiful soul. She, um, she was part of the book as well. And uh, I came up with the idea of doing a global festival for Latinas in aviation. So we paired up with College Park Aviation Museum up in Baltimore. Um, and they run, uh, they, they run a, an air, airfield called the Field of Firsts because you know, they've, they've you know, completed a lot of amazing things, first things, and it, it's the longest running airport in the world. It never, it never stopped even, you know, during 9-11. Um, so we have actually were able to land there and, you know, we had over 300 people in attendance and now they're preparing for a permanent exhibit for Latinas in Aviation at the museum. So wow. lots of amazing, exciting things. Uh, other museums carry our books and I've gotten, you know, I was a keynote speaker for the FAA's uh, conference for the Latino, uh, you know, employees, uh, which made me very proud, you know, to be the main keynote for the conference and many other amazing things that just give me the opportunity to continue to elevate uh, the stories of amazing women like you. Wow, that is amazing. I am a big fan and I love what you're doing for aviation. I, I love how you're doing it in such a creative and innovative way, which is, I guess, I mean, we have time for one last question. Um, what is the legacy that you want to leave? Um, obviously you have, you have two children, right? Um, but what is the le legacy that um, hashtag Pilotina would like to leave or what mark would you like to leave in this world? Uh, you know, I, I live um, 
very simply, I'm a two-time cancer survivor. And to me, it's, it's about serving to live and living to serve. And um, that is a basic premise. People ask, oh, you've achieved everything. You've achieved all of that. And, you know, you've, I, I, you know, I became a millionaire. I, you know, I've done a lot of amazing things, you know, from what the world might seem like, oh, what an accomplishment. But I think my greatest accomplishment is the people that I've touched just by being there for them and serving them. And, you know, as, as long as God gives me life, I will continue to, you know, allow my divine downloads to guide me. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to serve other people. And if, if God gives me, you know, another 5, 10, 20, 100 years in this planet, I, I want to live to serve and I want to serve to live like right. I have been. And you definitely, I mean, your story is, is powerful, impactful. Like you're a two-time cancer survivor. You are definitely a wonder woman of aviation, which is why I wanted to talk to you. It's all about exposing stories, reaching out to the strong women in the community. Uh, for those individuals that want to learn more about who you are, who is Pilotina, how can they find you? I think the best way nowadays is, uh, you know, through my website, which then will link you to all of the craziness and the magic. I was going to say Instagram, but you know what? If you go to the website, then you'll find my 26 books and you'll find all the brands that I, we have even a coffee brand. I mean, it's crazy bananas. Oh, I need to try that. (laughs) Oh my God, you love it. Um, But teddy bears and all the magics, as I call it, magic is another word that I invented, which is magic times 10 because the X in Roman numerals is 10, right? So instead of just saying, oh, it's magical. Well, you know what? It's magics because sometimes the miracles that happen in our everyday lives cannot be described with just a simple magic. So I made up that word to accentuate it and really live and step into that magic, magics. (laughs) So, um, but if you go to JackieCamacho.com, J-A-C-K-I-E, Camacho, C-A-M-A-C-H-O.com, then you'll find a window to all of the magics and all this stuff happening around the world with Pilotina and beyond. (laughs) I love it. You truly are an inspiration, not only for myself, but for future aviators, future women in aviation. Um, I want to leave my viewers with one last thing, which I absolutely love one of your quotes, which you, it's kind of your staple that you say, do you mind closing us out with your quote? (laughs) (laughs) So taking off is optional and landing on your dreams is mandatory. I love it. You need that on a shirt. <laughs> yes, I already have that. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. I love, you know, I love that we can share this, you know, because with, you know, with marketing, you can make anything yeah. come to life. As you know, we're passionate about marketing too. So. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And that will leave time for the next talk because I know you have another engagement, but I wanted to thank you. Thank you for being on the Wonder Woman of Aviation part one, because there will be a part two. There's so much to learn about Jackie. She does have a marketing company. She has a countless amount of books. There's so much in store and for Pilotina. So thank you for joining us, Jackie. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others or post about it on social media.